0: the call to build your small business make it happen with a.net domain name the place for dreamers for 30 years and counting visit keepdreamingup.net for tips and advice whether you're just getting started or looking to grow that's keepdreamingup.net you are locked on browns your daily cleveland browns podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Welcome everybody to episode 92 of Locked On Browns. I am your new host, one episode into the mix. Jeff Lloyd at Twitter, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Locked On Browns here, obviously, you know, a little more about, a little about 36 hours away from kickoff on Sunday. Obviously, Cleveland Browns heading into Indianapolis Colts here. Uh, Probably the first winnable matchup of the season for the Cleveland Browns uh you know things are trending their way obviously you know uh you know some injuries on the colts forefront uh you know cleveland coming in this not as injured so a good shot a good opportunity here i I don't want to use the phrase must win when we're talking about a team that went 1-15 in last season especially when it's a road game but they're a favorite things look very good for them going into this so uh you know without further ado i'm going to go in a little bit i'm going to start here obviously the injury report came out today, and it's going to favor pretty well for Cleveland in this. Look, we all know Andrew Luck, obviously one of the top quarterbacks in the game. He is out. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, how much we're going to see of Andrew Luck this year. Tough situation. You know, the Colts seem to be kind of be coy with the whole thing about how far, you know, about how far away he is from coming back, and they desperately, desperately need him in that franchise you know, to get a couple of wins and, you know, get the franchise rolling if they have any hopes of contention this year in a tough division and much improved AFC South. But, so, you know, Andrew Luck obviously out, you know, starting center. Ryan Kelly out as well. Those are two big blows, obviously, when you're without your starting quarterback, without your starting center, you know, making the calls. Uh, Anthony Walker also out. Chester Rogers also out. Quincy Wilson also out. One of my personal draft favorites from the 2017 NFL Draft, Marlon Mack. His shoulder, they deemed him out, they ruled him out. He will not be playing this week. Matt Jones, former Redskin uh, running back, obviously from the University of Florida. He has been activated to the roster. So he'll be in the place, obviously with Mack being out. Vontae Davis is also doubtful this week. So now you're looking at two cornerbacks down. Vontae Davis, obviously Quincy, Quincy Wilson, the rookie from Florida. It's going to make for a tough time for that Colts secondary. You know these guys are relying upon. You know, hopefully, it makes things a little easier for Deshaun Kaiser. Uh, now looking at the Browns, obviously Jamie Call- Jamie Collins is out. A little bit of a tough blow when you have a tight end the capability of Jack Doyle. You're hoping you have Jamie Collins there. You know, obviously a very versatile guy. He can do a lot of things. Obviously, you know whether it's rush the passer, whether it's cover. These are things you want from Jamie Collins. He's kind of like. The, the queen if you're going to go with the chess piece motif of your defense because you can kind of use him in several areas so it's a tough blow losing to Jamie Collins obviously with the concussion but look as much as the CTE talk goes on and everything that's gone on with that type of stuff lately you know you can't risk it you, you put in the protocol for a reason you know the NFL has to protect you your team wants you protected so you don't know Jamie Collins this week for the, for the Browns which is a tough blow Sammy Collins, uh, a doubtful with the hamstring, uh, barely any practice reps this week. Obviously Jordan Leslie was brought up from the practice squad. Um, that just tells you that Sammy Coates is gonna play. Jordan Leslie knows the system at least. He you know, he knows the play calling. Uh, so obviously, you know, he's going to be a game day active whereas, you know, Sammy Coates will not be. Reggie Davis, you know, released, you know, maybe he's signed back to the practice squad tomorrow. It's been a short you know, stint here for him as far as being a Cleveland Brown. So, you know, it could happen. Otherwise, you know, you go ahead and dress that after the weekend for your, you know, the missing roster spot on your practice squad as Leslie got elevated. Uh, Miles Garrett look, still hasn't done enough. And like I told you guys with episode, you know, episode one yesterday when I was on, you're going to take your time. Look, when you have a player of this magnitude, you don't want to put him out there until he's 100% ready. You don't want him learning on the fly while well, he's worried about you know something like an like an ankle injury. So look, Miles Garrett. Look, we may have to wait one more week, but look, guys, trust me, he is the goods, the number one pick in this draft for a reason. Plenty of people wanted to get him, wanted to be in that position. He's going to pay dividends. He's just going to have to wait one more week. Obviously on Miles Garrett. Now, as we get a little bit further into this, I have some things I want to hit on today. The offense from both teams, and something I'm going to do with these Friday episodes. You know, obviously, you know, Cleveland is being built to the draft, so I'm going to, you know, give you some guys we can look out for this weekend, and you know, some draft guys that you know you should definitely be keeping some tabs on. Look, it's you know, it's Saturday in the fall, sit around watch some college football before you get to the main event, the NFL, on Sunday. But as far as this Colts offense. You look. You know, Andrew Luck makes up for a lot of deficiencies for any team, just like any upper echelon quarterback will do. But when you have a poor offensive line, like the Colts do, uh, look to this point, eight sacks given up in two games. The running backs are only averaging two point eight yards per carry. It makes for tough times. They're just not where they want to be right now. You know, like I said, you know, Luck makes up for a lot of that. You know, he's you know, one of the smartest quarterbacks in the game anticipates well the strong arm the releases you know one of the top notches in the game so it's tough for these Colts this Colts team right now so but they have to do what they have to do they're still on an NFL team they're getting paychecks they have to compete Jacoby Prissett has looked better than Tolzine to this point you know probably should have won their game last week for the a- versus the Arizona Cardinals didn't put enough points up and Arizona a veteran veteran team was able to jump in towards the end there And you know, basically take that game. Uh, Things are going to have to control, you know, as far as the Cleveland defense and what you're looking forward. You know that you're going to have to stop from this Cleveland offense. Jack Doyle, uh, you know, pleasant surprise last year came on really big to this point. You know, uh, ten receptions out of eleven targets. He's played well. He's shown the block. Obviously, that was the reason they moved on from Allen. You know, traded him off to New England. He's going to be interesting how they're going to handle him. Obviously, this is something where Jamie Collins would have maybe been called to action to go ahead and address this issue. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be Jabril Peppers, maybe, who draws the Jack Doyle assignment at times. Maybe you're going to go, you know, maybe a high-low type of thing with him. Well, you have Peppers over the top, you know, linebacker underneath, but it's something to look forward to. You know, Frank Gore, uh, you know, Frank Gore, the greatest thing about Frank Gore is here's a guy that does not age. Uh, you know, he's he's doing things that running backs do not do well into their age 32, age 33. He can still go ahead and you know punch the time clock every week. Gives you everything you're looking for from a number one running back. So you know he's still something you're gonna have to look out for. But I do believe with the way the state their offensive line is, where you have some guys who are playing who maybe aren't ready for these reps that they're getting. You know, maybe some developmental guys. But when you're in this situation that in, that Indianapolis is in, you don't have a choice. You got to play what you got, and you deal with it. You know the chips may fall where they may. You know, but Frank Gore, the consummate professional, he's going to show up. He's going to run hard. You know, he, he's going to you know avoid first contact. He'll finish a run. This is what you get from a guy from this nature. You know, Marlon Mack not being available this week, he's kind of their splash running back. Um, you know, the stats. If you want to base them only on stats, they have not been fantastic. But you know, you go to the the Rams game. You know, had a 21 yard rush, had a 24 yard reception. He's shown to be a part of this offense. You know, Matt Jones coming into this, he's more similar to Frank Gore than he is Marlon Mack. So you know, it's it's an asset. It's nice to have another guy to have there. But you you, you it's going to be good for the Cleveland defense that you don't have to worry about pretty much the breakaway threat from the running back game. So, you know, that's something that should aid Cleveland well and it's not going to work out so great. You know, Indianapolis, you're going to be running basically carbon copy running backs. Between that and Turbin, those are your three backs for this Sunday. So that's what we're going to have to deal with. Now you get to the receiving core, obviously. T.Y. Hilton, Dante Moncrief. There's been times where these guys have showed very well. Obviously, you know, Hilton, all-world, 1,300-yard receiver. But it's tough when you're playing with the third quarterback in the system. And obviously, you know, the the coverage-wise, he's another guy that it's going to be easy to just, you know, focus on him. You know, makes a big living, T.Y. Hilton does. You know, getting deep, getting vertical outside the hashes. He excels in that avenue. So, obviously, you know, you're going to focus, you know, your safety play that way. So, interesting in that respect. Um, Dante Meincrieff, he's kind of disappointed to this point. Obviously, the coverage has been focused these first two weeks to T.Y. Hilton. Uh, week one was a little bit of struggle. Look, the Rams are a lot better, a lot more improved team. But you know, week two, you know, Dante Moncrief—I mean, I'm sorry, T.Y. Hilton—against a quality Arizona Cardinals secondary, was able to catch four of his five targets. Even you know, with the blanket coverage and the coverage shaded his way, he showed very well. Moncrief needs to kind of step up here. You know, only two receptions out of seven targets against the Arizona Cardinals. I guess teams are starting to realize the pecking order here. And, you know, it's starting to show. You know, Dante Moncrief, there's been times where he's played really well, put up some solid numbers. He needs to come hard this week. They need to show that they have a quality second wide receiver, a second option from that receiving core where you can rely upon. And Dante Moncrief, they want this from him. You know, they moved on from Philip Dorsett. They traded him away to New England. You know, Dante Moncrief needs to step up this week. So that's kind of where we're at with the Colts offense, obviously. Um some things here obviously, you know, Cleveland Brown offense wise, you know, the home team here obviously wearing the all whites with the Orange Sox this week. Everybody's excited to go, you know, I understand you Cleveland team you Cleveland fans want to start seeing some W's. Want to start seeing that we are progressing, you know, towards some improvement obviously you know, with two strong draft classes. The 2017 class uh you know, so far in the 2018 class a lot of players in there. A lot of assets for Cleveland. So, but uh, what are you going to look for here this week? I think the biggest thing here, and it's weird to say about a rookie who's played as limited as he has, but the biggest thing with this offense, you know, for Cleveland and who you're looking at defensively is Malik Hooker. Malik Hooker, special talent, special range, is fantastic at reading the quarterback. How are you going to defend against that? How do you defend against that? You have two athletic tight ends in, Jack Do- in Seth DeVal, in David Anjoku. Keep, obviously, Hooker occupied. Whether it's sending these guys on seam routes, whether it's sending these guys on skinny posts, whether it's sending these guys on deep, you know, square ins, you want to make sure Malik Hooker has to keep his focus to the middle of the field so he can work the outside. Obviously, Corey Coleman, not available this week. Sammy Coates, not available this week. Kenny Britt, need a big, big you know, step-up game here for Kenny Britt in his first season with the Cleveland Browns. Rashard Higgins looks like he's hungry for more targets, hungry for you know, more success you know, after a good week last week at Baltimore. Ricardo Lewis, Kaysen Williams, Jordan Leslie brought up from the practice squad, obviously, you know, knows the system well. You've got to find some way to keep Malik Hooker occupied. A, a deep safety who can read a quarterback, and it's weird that I'm saying about a rookie safety when we're talking about a rookie quarterback as well and Deshaun Kaiser. But you have to make sure that he is occupied and Deshaun Kaiser is able to go through his reads and realize that if you know Hooker does jump to his number one target, his number two target, he's able to come off of that. Another thing I think that's gonna help that is Duke Johnson. I don't think there's anybody to really accommodate or cover Duke Johnson this week. I think if you use him in the right scenarios, I know I like, like him in the slot, out of the backfield. I think this could be a big week for Duke Johnson. Should be able to produce some numbers here. Um, you know, I'm looking for a 12 personnel type of thing. So one running back, two tight ends, two wide receivers. You know, 22 personnel, two running backs, two wide receivers, one. I mean, two tight ends, one wide receiver. Oh, two personnel, two tight ends, three wide receivers. The strength of this t- team right now, as far as the receiving core is probably the tight end you know we know what the can bring he just keeps progressing david and has shown a lot of promise through these first two weeks scoring his first nfl touchdown this week keep these guys on the field you know rotate the backs the wide receivers around them obviously you also have Randall Telfair, who's more of your blocker but is capable of receiving let's go a little bit more heavy tight end this week i think it'll help well i think it'll show well and should lead to a little more sustainable success for Deshaun Kaiser, as far as you know, dealing with Hooker and looking him off. You know, Rich Gannon was one of the best guys in the world with this. You know, if you go NFL-wise, he didn't have the greatest arm, but he was able to you know give the shoulder shrug, give the look, just something quick where you could occupy you know an, a you know a a turnover hungry safety like Hooker, who wants to you know, intercept every pass that's thrown. You got to do something to keep him honest. You know, keep them away from you know where you're looking to go with the ball. So it's going to be a big week for Deshaun Kaiser to see if he's able to do that. And look, if it's not there, even if you can occupy the safety, if your second and third and fourth read isn't there, tuck the ball three, four yards. Like I said last night, any positive yards is good yards. So you know that's what we're going to look for. Obviously, we want to reestablish the running game. It's not really been good to this point. Obviously, just as you know, I mentioned Indianapolis is having a hard time running the ball. So are you know the Browns. Isaiah Crowell, let's get, you know, at least a minimum fifteen carries. Let's see where we're at. You know, try to get closer to that four yards per pop. Make the game more manageable. Make the down and distance more manageable for a guy like Deshaun Kaiser. You know, a rookie second round pick on his third NFL start. If we can do that, it should be a lot easier for him, you know, to, to come into a second and six and understand he doesn't have to make a twenty yard throw. It's okay to take a dump off for a three-yard gain. Just much more manageable downs, you know, second and six, you know, third and and four, things of that nature. Uh, So, you know, that's what we're going to look for. I'm going to get a little bit more into the defense next week. But, uh, look, uh, you know, obviously here, you know, Cleveland's still going to be in a good draft position. Obviously, you know, come April, you know, this is not a playoff team as of yet. Uh, You have those two first-round picks, which are just absolute gold. Most likely, I think you're going to want to add skill position-wise on offense. Defense, I think you know, you're probably still going to want to work on that secondary. As good as Jason McCourty has played to this point, you know, you he, he, he don't necessarily view him as a long-term viable option piece. You know, Obviously, look, uh, you know, Saquon Barkley out of Penn State, Darius Geis out of LSU, Nick Chubb out of Georgia. Akron Woodley out of Iowa just shows to be a, just an absolute you know, nail puncher. The guy fights with every yard he gets. You know, He's starting to show he's got more wiggle along with the pop that he brings. Ronald Jones out of USC, phenomenal player. Uh, you know, Gives you a nice little threat both ways as a receiver and a runner. Speed, breakaway ability. And I'm going to go on. I'm going to break down these guys a little bit more. Maybe the way I'll do the Friday episode is I'll take an offensive guy and a defensive guy each week. And give you a little bit better of a breakdown. Solid wide receiver class to this point. Christopher Peso from CBS Sports recently re- uh, released a mock this week. He had six wide receivers going around one, which you know it's kind of weird to see, but you know, but you know, mocks early oh September mocks, but it gives you a good view as to where player grades are to this point. You know, uh, Equinomus St. Brown out of Notre Dame. Obviously, you know Deshaun Kaiser is familiar with him. Big receiver. Deshaun plays well with big receivers. Calvin Ridley out of Alabama, you know, nice start to his point. Uh, you know, he's able to do a little bit of both. He can get vertical. Uh, he's big, strong. You know, runs the intermediate, you know, intermediate routes well. He's also able to have, give you some yak ability as well, which you like. Cortland Sutton out of SMU. You know, a little bit of the odd, a player from SMU being talked around with first round, but Cortland's got that game. Former basketball player, two-way threat in college, solid player. Is able to do a little bit of both. know great at the high point Uh, James Washington out of Oklahoma State it's you know it's really with each week you just start to see more and more of the resume I kind of always joke a little bit with you know James Washington you know wide receiver where number 28 I'm gonna knock him a little bit but it's almost to the point I'm gonna stop mentioning that because his play has been that good Uh, then if you're looking more of a you know look one thing you see here is maybe you want some slot help one guy who's really gotten off to a phenomenal start this year and he's kind of, you know, stepped out of the shadow of John Ross who has left the University of Washington, Dante Pettis. Uh, I, I think he's going to be a guy who's going to excel in a slot. I think he's a guy who can also play on the outside. Uh, eight punt return touchdowns, that's something you're going to look at as you know, just going to add to his draft position. You know, it's gravy when you get a player who can do multiple things, and obviously Pettis has shown that to this point. Uh, safety position it's going to be kind of interesting to see which of real peppers is you know—is he going to take on that free safety role is he going to play more of a strong safety box role so there's going to be some time to evaluate there but I think he's going to be okay in that free safety role which brings guys into the equation like a Derwin James out of Florida State just a phenomenal player pretty much can do anything you ask very physical very smart very strong can play up by the line has no issues with that uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Now, this one, you know, he, he's probably better coverage, whereas Durwin is better, closer to the line. You know, he, he's playing cornerback. He does those type of things. He's, you know, almost a Swiss Army knife, you know, similar to Jalen Ramsey in that respect, out of Florida State, you know, two years ago. So, interesting prospect with Minka out of, you know, a New Jersey kid out of Alabama. Brings a lot to the table. Ronnie Harrison, if Jibril Pepper shows he is this true free safety, Ronnie Harrison can play that strong safety position, give you like a Cam Chancellor type of effect, where he's just going to come in, knock people's teeth down the throat, and you know, like a, a statement safety, where he's you know people are not want to go near him. He gives you that physical ability. He's had a really good start to this year. His draft position is on the rise. Then we get to the cornerback position, uh, to Vars McFadden. Uh, top three for me, Jairia uh, Alexander, Yvonne Marshall out of USC. For me, cornerback position, I want guys that are going to create turnovers. You know, I want the field flipped. You know, you want to throw deep on my guy, you get beat. I want the ball turned over. I don't want the ball batted away. McFadden, eight interceptions last year in 16. Jairia Alexander, out of Louisville dealing with some nagging injuries right now. Didn't play against Clemson. Probably hurt Clemson. I mean, probably hurt Louisville in that game. But five interceptions in 2016. Yvonne Marshall, six career interceptions to this point. Really hasn't seen much action to this point, you know, due to the fact that he's kind of got a reputation. So, you know, these are guys, you know, I'm going to talk more about the draft, obviously, with each Friday episode, bringing some targets for this team as we go further. Uh, please, guys, like the show, subscribe to the show, leave a review, obviously, the PFF subscription. Go to Locked On Browns on iTunes. Uh, Please leave a review. Leave your Twitter handle in there. I've got a $39.99 value edge package. Pass rushing besides quarterback is the most important position in the NFL game today. I cannot value it enough. The guys over at PFF, who I know a lot of guys who work there, I know the work they put in. I know how much time they spend on a player grade. It's, It's one of the best resources out there. Obviously, there's other great resources as well. But PFF, it, it's certainly worth it. By all means, I could appreciate it. I could, uh, you know, please give me the review. And uh, we're going to get with some good stuff here. Obviously, we'll just keep going on. Locked on Browns, episode 92, episode 2 in the Jeff Lloyd era. I appreciate you guys for listening. Got some great feedback today. I'm looking for more. Uh, my Twitter handle, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, just guys, everything. I appreciate you so much. I'll you know, get back to you tomorrow, we'll talk a little bit more about the Colts D, a little bit more about the Browns D, you know some game previews, you know if you want a little fantasy talk, I'm going to give you you know, maybe a guy or two, although I don't think this is the best fantasy matchup to maybe putting you know some guys into. I do think there's a couple of guys who should show very well on Sunday. Guys, again, have a great night and we'll talk to you all again tomorrow. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details.